Hello my friend. How are you? I am so excited about this episode because something deep down tells me that this is a wedding season for you. I mean, I almost didn't want to record this as I have children running around. But I feel this sense of urgency that says go Aji, go Aji. So if you are at a place right now where your life is not just working, perhaps maybe everything is stripped away from you. There's no light, no clarity, and no matter how much effort you put in, the tougher it becomes. If you're feeling this way, I have some good news for you. You are not alone. It is a symptom that something big is about to burst inside you. And this experience is the most inspiring and unconditionally loving experience you could ever have. However, while the experience is indescribably beautiful, it can also be indescribably horrific for those who are not aware of the spiritual significance and for those who resist the actual experience. So you can either find the experience transformational or tormenting. Now, I have experienced both states, so I know. But one thing I want you to know is this. It is a season, and like everything else in life, it will naturally pass. And my desire is this. By the end of this episode, wisdom for navigating your season of pause. You should be able to understand the difference between divine pause and spiritual procrastination. You should be able to process a greater clarity on what a divine pause is and why you need to experience it. And also, you will know what to do to navigate this season successfully. You ready? Let's dive right into the show. Hello and welcome to Redefining Living Podcast, where spirituality is paired with style. I'm Aji Michael, the hostess of this party. So whether you're listening on your commute, exercising, or sitting down with your favorite latte, thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. Welcome back, my friend. First of all, this podcast, Wisdom for Navigating Your Season of Pause, is in three parts. Episodes 1, 2, and 3. Part 1 looks at plowing and pruning. Part 2 is on pacing and pleasure. And part 3's focus is on possessing, or, we, or you can call it expansion. So be sure you listen to the three episodes and also the book of Joshua chapters 1, 2, and 3 inspires the whole series. And I want to encourage you also to spend some time to study these chapters. That's a lot of reading for you there. <laughs> now, let's dive in. Um, remember, God had promised the people of Israel, Canaan, for many, many years. I want to assume some of you know the story of the Israelites when they left Egypt. So they've escaped Pharaoh. They've crossed the Red Sea and Moses, their leader, also had passed on. Now, there's a river between them and their promised land. In the book of Joshua, God told the people of Israel to wait three days at the shores of the Jordan River. They had come to the Jordan, but they had to lodge there before they crossed over. 
All that time, the people of Israel saw a rushing river, swollen with spring rains, laying in front of them. At a moment like this, all the wonderful talk about living in a promised land can sound pretty difficult. There is a seemingly impossible obstacle blocking the way. How will God do this to us? I'm sure they must have asked. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely to be at a crossroad in life because you have a big vision that you've been called to do. You know it within your spirit that this is it. But as you tried moving forward, nothing quite fit or seems right. Question after questions come spilling out. Maybe this isn't the right time. Perhaps I need to pray more. Or is there something I'm doing wrong? Now, this is where it's important to make a clear distinction between fear, which may result into spiritual procrastination, and what a divine pause is. Okay? Because I've got some people ask me, um, actually, what's the difference between a divine pause or what if you're waiting on God? I'm going to talk about that. Okay? Now, here is how I differentiate the two. Spiritual procrastination is of the mind. It's born out of your stored experience of past events that keeps playing up. All right, so if you're the type that believes that you have to do something, do something, do something for God to answer your prayer, you you will have the tendency of uh, what I call spiritual procrastination, of displaying a spiritual procrastination. So you want sign, you want this, but if you believe that you are being led, that every of your steps, you're being led by God. You begin to take one step at a time. So I'm going to talk about that. So going back to spiritual procrastination. So you begin to analyze the situation which causes your brain to switch into a protective mode. So every time you want to take a step, you want to protect yourself. So you suspend any decision and adopt a mindset of, I am waiting on God. You can see that spiritual procrastination gives birth to I am waiting on God. And it's all fear-based. Seriously. Now, what's a divine pause? A divine pause is of the spirit. It's programmed into everything you do at a core level. We all know more or less the story of the Israelites. It took them 40 years to enter the promised land. In a trip that shouldn't normally last more than a few weeks, although some of the delay was due to their own disobedience, But I want to draw your attention to the books of Exodus. When Pharaoh let the people of Israel go away, God did not lead them through the country of the Philistines. Though this was near, God said, if the people have to fight a war, they might change their minds and may return to Egypt. So God led the people around the desert road towards the Red Sea. Now, what impressed me in this passage passage is the fact that God didn't lead the people through the shortest way, but he preferred a path a little bit longer. So a divine pause is something you fulfill. Does that make sense? Again, let me clarify. Spiritual procrastination comes from the mind. It is dependent on your beliefs, your desire, your goals, and your dreams. Whereas a divine pause, on the other hand, is from the spirit. It is programmed into you. It is within your very selves. It is written into each and every destiny. Now, so now that we've cleared up um, the difference between spiritual procrastination and what a divine pause is, I want to also explore why a divine pause happens in the first place. Right? 
A divine pause happens as a natural product of your spiritual evolving. It happens because you are expanding and you are maturing. What that means is that the closer you get to your life purpose, the more you experience transformation, the more you come to embody your soul, and the more you taste true and lasting joy, peace, fulfillment, freedom, and love. I mean, I, I want you to reflect at, at some point in life, maybe you've gone through some, um, some challenges. And when you look back, you realize that some of those challenges, they've brought out a part of you that you never knew existed. They've brought, they've stretched you. They've stretched you physically. They've stretched you mentally. You've been stretched on all sides. But you've come out stronger. Now, but before the joy, the peace, and the beautiful parts we mentioned, often we have to pause before moving ahead with God. And like the people of Israel, Canaan was in sight, but they will have to wait and camp there for three days. Now, the thing is, no one likes to wait. Waiting is not suit. I mean, it's not a strong suit for most of us, and that's why we like uh, microwaving. We like uh, fast food eating and next day delivery. I love next day delivery. When I buy something online, I want to see it now. I want to see it the next day. And <laughs> one of the things I love about Amazon, when you order something maybe in the morning, you just get it later that day, depending on the time that you order. I think because I have Amazon Prime anyway. Uh, but sometimes God says, press the pause button and wait. Now, this is the hardest part of trusting. It is a sign of surrender that we give God the benefit of the doubt that he knows what he is doing. It is also a gentle reminder that you're not in charge after all. So when you get to the crossing moment of life and you're being pulled to pause, you can trust God's timing and you can trust his wisdom. So let me ask you, what happens to you in this season of pause? Or I'm sure maybe you will be asking me that question. <laughs> you want to know, okay, Aji, what do you think happens in this season of pause? I and mean, we can do it the bo both ways anyway. Now, in this part one, I described the first experience as plowing and pruning. In the chapter one of Joshua, in the uh, chapter three of Joshua, God told the people of Israel, concentrate, some consecrate, I never get to pronounce this thing well. <laughs> Consecrate yourselves today because the Lord will do wonders among you tomorrow. So as you can see, the need for purity and separation comes before the blessings of tomorrow, not the other way around. We often believe that if God will bless, then we'll get our lives right. But God says that sanctification precedes honor. So in plowing and pruning, this is the phase when you flush your mind off the filth and dirt that has accumulated over the years, all of your former beliefs, desires, and paradigms are challenged, and they are often disproven. This can be traumatic, but is a necessary part of your spiritual expansion. Personally, for me, it was one of such experiences that uh, I birthed what I do today, and that's why I call it redefining living. That was when I began to search for more depth in life. I started to perceive life in a totally different way and start seeing through the lies and delusions propagated by society. Let me help you. One of the signs that you will notice um, if when you're going through your season of pause or when you want to identify if you're in your season of pause is this. You begin to have strong appetite 
to be alone. All right, not to be to isolate yourself. Isolation can be a, a, a sign of dis- depression. But you just want to spend time alone. You begin to block out time, uh, block out distractions. So you may not want to be on social media. You may not. You might just want to. You might want to cut out some things. Okay, and you begin to invest more in your spiritual and personal growth. This is called plowing. You're not searching for the surface anymore. You want real diamond. And the more you go and grow deeper, you no longer see life as you once did. And so you begin to have new goals, new dreams for your future. You recognize that old relationships will begin to fade away naturally. You don't need to do anything. Some of those relationships just fall apart. And you'll be asking yourself, what did I do to these? I mean, I have lots of experience like that. And when I notice what is happening between me and some friends, and I'll just hear my spirit, this about my expansion. What, there's no how you're going to be expanding spiritually that certain things will not fall apart. No, it's not possible. Although you might need to be intentional about some of your relationships and some habits, but you just need to ask the Holy Spirit, the more you plow, the more you grow and grow deeper, some of those things will begin to come into surface. You know, imagine yourself digging. When you're digging, you begin to see stuff that's plowing. So at this stage, you may find new teachers because new uh, knowledge, you know, like I mentioned earlier on, some of the beliefs, some of those things, you know, you begin to challenge them. And in the process, while you're digging, you begin to get yourself exposed to new teachers. That's when the student is ready, the teacher will show up. You begin to get new knowledge or new spiritual practices. One of the uh, spiritual practices, one of the things I picked up um, is um, now I meditate often. It's a way of life for me. Sometimes when I feel uh, stressed, um, maybe as a result of work or maybe I don't know something, I, I just feel I need to meditate. Am I not necessarily, I, I just want to quiet my spirit. I have, I can put some sound. I just, in the morning, sometimes during the day, I'll shut down my laptop. Now we work from home. I'll just go in a quiet place and just meditate. So that's one of the spiritual practices that I, I, I do often now. Unlike those days growing up in a Christian home, I've never really used to meditate. I don't even know what it, that was. But one of the things I do regularly is I do practice meditation now. Right. Ultimately, again, you will feel a sense of expansion as old patterns and relationships dissolve and your true soul and your true self begins to emerge. That's so beautiful, isn't it? Now, I want us to consider our test in the book of Joshua chapter 3. The people of Israel were to approach God with pure hearts, clean hands and feet and blameless minds. They were to enter the holy land, God's country. Now, let me ask you, what represents God's country for you right now in your life? What represents that place for you? I want you to write it down. Now, are you willing to pause and consecrate yourself? If yes, what does consecration look like for you? I think I got that right. What does consecration look like for you right now? What does it look like? You may want to write it down. You may want to ponder on that. Look, my friend, in as much as we want a quick fix, some spiritual insight isn't learned overnight or at a workshop, not even on this podcast, but day after day, 
week after week, month after month, and year after year. Imbibing the knowledge inform your mind, it inspires your hearts, instruct your lives. That is when you slowly see the lights going on everywhere as you walk through life. <sighs> From the bottom of my heart, I hope this episode has helped to support you in some way navigating your season of pause. Please know that you're not alone. You're not going crazy and we are here to help and support you. In fact, I created this podcast to help women gain the knowledge and tools necessary for finding peace, hope, clarity, and deep inner healing. It's my mission and purpose in life. So please feel free to reach out. Let me get to know you and your story, and I would love to hear from you. And if you've been blessed or inspired by this podcast, please leave a comment, share, and I'll love till next time. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to create experiences that will help you grow, expand, and become more of who you are meant to be, head over to hislady.org and join our list so you get all our fabulousness right in your inbox. Plus, there's a gift waiting for you. Thank you for tuning in.